2: Welcome to Sound Opinions from Chicago Public Radio and American Public Media. I'm Jim DeRogatis, the pop music critic at the Chicago Sun-Times. And I'm Greg Cott. I write about
0: rock and roll for the Chicago Tribune. Today on the world's only rock and roll talk show, Jim and I hand the
2: Desert Island Jukebox Reigns over to some of our favorite musical guests. We ask guests including Franz Ferdinand, The Hold Steady, and The Flaming Lips what song or record they take with them to the Desert Island.
0: You're listening to Sound of Pains, and time now for our 2009 Desert Island Jukebox Special.
3: And all the time, the better thing I lose my mind. because stranded on my own. Strandy, far from home.
2: Alright. That is stranded by the Australian 70s punk band The Saints. Usually you hear that song at the end of the program, signaling that it's time for either Greg or me to pick a song we can't live without and play it for you on the Desert Island Jukebox. It's one of our favorite segments on the show, a chance for us to highlight some key piece of music in our personal critical canon. Today, we're going to flip the script and turn this age-old rock question over to some of our guests. That's right, Jim. Whenever
0: an artist or a band visits the show, we sneak a last question in before the interview wraps. What record or song would you take today if stranded on a desert island? We've gotten a lot of great answers over the years
2: and even some surprises. Let's start with Saul Williams. Greg, the poet and songwriter came by our studio in 2008 after releasing his Trent Reznor-produced album, The Inevitable Rise and Liberation of Niggy Tardust. Williams combines a lot of different genres. It was a real treat to have him here. Hip-hop, rock, punk, electronica, you name it. But when we asked him to choose a single tune to take to the desert island, he went with a classic.
3: Wow, it might have to be, um, I might have to I might have to go with James Brown. Yeah, I might have to go with like a live, ooh, yeah, we listened to this live <laughs> James Brown, the Olympia, uh, what is it, 1971, live in Paris. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I might do a live James Brown, yeah, that's what I would do. I'd have to do one of the live James Brown concert recordings, because that, that would sound
0: crazy on that island.
2: And yeah. Paris rather than the Apollo, huh?
3: Mm, you know what?
0: Apollo was earlier era, so this is like the this This is is the the Bootsy Collins era, James Brown kind of stuff. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah,
3: it is. Yeah, I I think, I think, I'd have to choose between the two. I don't know which one. I don't know if it'd be the sixty-seven one or the seventy-one two, the seventy-one one. I tell
2: you, we're generous. You can take the box set. Yeah, he's got. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) just take the whole live. See, you try to pin him down to (laughs) one, and he
0: wants (laughs) seven already. He's greedy. He wants it all. He wants it all. (laughs) James Brown. listening to Sound Opinions, I'm Greg Cott here with Jim DeRigatis, and this is our Desert Island Jukebox special. we passed the reins over to some of our favorite guests, and that was Brother Rap from James Brown's album Love, Power, Peace, live at the Olympia Paris in 1971. It's a record our 2008 guest Saul Williams said he couldn't live
2: without and chose to add to the Desert Island Jukebox. Saul Williams, like a lot of the artists and bands who visit Sound Opinions, is a huge music fan, a super geek after our own hearts. But perhaps two of the biggest were Alex Kapranos and Nick McCarthy from Franz Ferdinand. We sat down with them in May, and we certainly got the impression that they could give us a run for our money as critics. It was a real treat to get them to answer, what record would they take to the Desert Island?"
0: Desert Island jukebox pick for today. Uh, You can take one record of the Desert Island
4: today. uh, Songs of Leonard Cohen. um, I'll take a specific song. It's uh, Ohio by um, Crosby, Seals, Nash & Young. Oh. That song. Okay. Let's do
2: Ohio first, and then we'll get back to Leonard Cohen. <laughs> so Nick so, picks Ohio. Yeah, why? Why Ohio, Nick?
4: I don't know. I got it off a friend a few months ago, and uh, yeah, I've just been listening to it ever since. I so just absolutely—it's so simple. We tried playing it. Yeah, a few, we were playing few, it the other day uh, a few days ago. A, yeah, yeah, it's such a simple day. song. It's so incredible. I love the the harmonies and Neil Young. Um, I suppose Neil Young wrote it, didn't he? I Neil Young wrote. Yeah. You know the story, yeah. right? Uh, no? no, I don't know the story.
5: no You know
2: the the killings happened at oh, that's Kent well, State, yeah. right, right? But. But it was literally within four or five days that, that Young wrote the song, got Crosby, Stills, and Nash into the studio. They recorded it, and it was on the street within a week of that happening really? That's and, and at radio, That's wow. which That's so is, you know, yeah. especially considering how difficult it used to be to get something through yeah, the yeah, system yeah, 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 yeah. Free internet Now, That's you know, you amazing. go to your Mac and you, yeah, you put yeah, it on. Yeah, sure, I mean, it's, yeah. it's
4: something that should be happening more in some ways, you know, like it's – I, in, in some ways, I, I really admire the the balls of those guys yeah. at mm-hmm. that time, like, to get up there and protest. And it, I, I've, I've got to say, like, uh, I, I kind of wish there were people who, who could do that nowadays as well. You know, like, yeah. just, it's just to say, hey you know, this is a situation, this is how I feel about it. And you're right, things have changed so much as well. It, it, it is really easy to, to come up with your idea and then get
2: the idea out to the world instantly. Well, here in the States, we, we talked about this a lot. We did a whole show about it. It was amazing how many musicians rushed songs onto the net within days of the invasion of Iraq. Was, right, that, was right. that happening in the UK at all? I mean, everybody from the Beastie Boys and R.E.M. and somebody, you know, big and square, like, what's his name, from Indiana... John Mellencamp. John Mellencamp, I, I think, right. down to, you know, infinite number of punk well, bands. I, I know that Billy Bragg, you know, puts yeah. something up, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah Billy that.
4: Bragg does, yeah. yeah. I, I know that he was down there with Kate Nash as well during the last, the G8 demonstrations in London oh, yeah, recently, yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, he's, I, I, think, I think Billy Bragg's like a great protest singer and probably the best British contemporary but protest singer. the the
0: sad part about it now is you can throw that stuff on the net and, you know, it's going to be out there. But Ohio was a song that got out there, and, and commercial radio stations were playing that song. Right, okay. Like, it was instant protest, and it was uh, it was heard all over the nation. And now it's kind of like, you know, no commercial radio station is going to play any right, protest right. song, okay, you know? Okay, yeah, right. yeah. yeah, right. Sure. Thanks. That was Neil Young's 1970 protest song, Ohio, on Sound Opinions. Uh, Nick McCarthy of Franz Ferdinand's choice to bring to the desert island. His partner in Franz Ferdinand, singer Alex Capranos, went in a different direction. He went with the 1968 album, The Songs of Leonard Cohen, and we talked to him about why.
2: Well, as far as your pick of Leonard Cohen, Alex, I was just giving Mr. Cott some uh, guff. Moments ago he wrote this uh, loving eulogy to the song Alleluia to preview Cohen coming here to do a show. Well, what is it about Cohen and his music that speaks to you?
4: Um, his songs have always moved me. Uh, I, I think he's a, a very poetic writer, and I actually find it difficult to say that because I, I feel that l- good lyrics and poetry are separate things, and you, you should always respect good lyrics as being something else. But you know what he does? There's, there's no... No opaqueness to his lyrics. They're, they're evocative and have very strong imagery. They're direct. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you can picture immediately. And that is... You have to have a real talent to be able to do that. It's, it's very easy to write a florid piece of imagery that means sod all, you know what I mean? <laughs> where, where, whereas, whereas I think Cohen... Uh, his His imagery is, is is beautiful, and of course, like most people 's songs and, and particular songwriters mean something to you at particular times in your life and uh, When I was an adolescent and beginning to write this r- write on the guitar myself as well, Lana Cohn is a, a a big part of my life and uh, and especially those, those that first record as well, which is essentially him and a strung guitar, and a couple of girls in the background singing along but mm-hmm. The, the simplicity. You, you of imagine it those was girls, don't s- you, when you're a teenager? Yeah, right? yeah you, do, you do. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah,
2: you think that if a guy them. who sings uh, like that and looks like that <laughs> can get girls like that, yeah, yeah, maybe yeah, there's yeah. hope for me. <laughs>
4: my, my one of my first ever girlfriends, my first ever serious girlfriends, was obsessed with Leonard Cohen as well, and her her life ambition was to be. One of those girls singing in the <laughs> yeah, background. I mean, she still got a chance, is <laughs> not she? Like, yeah, yeah. Well, we were lucky enough to see him like a week and a half ago. At That's Kachana, funny, yeah. and that was it, I, it was, it, it was really, amazing, wasn't it? Like, really, re- really incredible. And yeah. the, I found it amazing how, how how low his voice is. You know, mm. it's it's like his voice has has dropped a semitone every year of his life. So I don't know. It's it is. It's like it's like the
2: rumble of a huge truck engine turning <laughs> over. It, it's it's incredible. Let's take a listen to Suzanne, the first track from How uh, Caprono's Desert Island jukebox favorite, the songs of Leonard Cohen on Sound Opinions. Suzanne takes you down
6: to her place near the river. You can hear the boats go by. You can spend the night beside her. And you know that she's half crazy. But that's why you want to be there. And she feeds you Tea and oranges that come all the way from China And just when you mean to tell her That you have no love to give her Then she gets you on her wavelength And she lets the river answer That you've always been her lover And you want to travel with her And you want to travel blind And you know that she will trust you For you've touched her perfect body With your mind And Jesus was a sailor When he walked upon the water And he spent a long for she's touched your
0: perfect body with her mind. Leonard Cohen with Suzanne from the 1968 album Songs of Leonard Cohen on Sound Opinions. Alex Capranos chose that as his Desert Island Jukebox when the band visited the show earlier this year. We're going to take a quick break on sound opinions from Chicago Public Radio and American Public Media, and when we return, we're going to offer more of our Desert Island Jukebox special for 2009. We're going to hear Desert Island selections from Phoenix, The Flaming Lips, and more.
3: You do something to me that I can't explain Pull me closer in field Every in my heart We Had got something going on, on. Tender love's blind Requires a dedication All this love we feel Needs no conversation We're riding together Uh-huh Making love with each other Uh-huh Islands in the stream we are no one in between How can, can we, we be wrong Sailing with me To, to another, another world When we rely on each other, other Uh-huh From one love
7: to another other, other, Uh-huh I can't live without you If the love was gone everything How'd you like to spend Christmas on Christmas Island? How'd you like to spend a holiday away across the sea? How'd
2: Welcome back to Sound like Opinions to from Chicago Christmas Public Radio and American Public Media. I'm Jim DeRogatis, my partner is Greg Cott, and you are listening to our Desert Island Jukebox special like for 2009. Frequently at the end of the show, Greg and I take turns adding some songs that we can't live without to the Desert Island jukebox. Now we're letting some of our guests be the programmers. We recently hosted the electronic dance punk artist Peaches. We aren't going to air that performance and interview until 2010, but we thought we'd give you a little bit of an appetizer now. Teaches is truly in a class by herself. As a lyricist, as a gender bending feminist icon, as a groundbreaking electronic musician, we frankly had no idea what she <laughs> would play when we posed the question, you know, what would you take to the desert island?
7: Oh, I'm I'm always gonna take Purple Rain to the Desert. Really? Yeah. Why is that? All around amazing album.
0: Now were you a fan of the movie first or, or the or the music?
7: Music first. Actually yeah. I saw the movie later.
0: Because a lot of people came to it the other way around. They didn't know who Prince was, and they, they went and saw this movie, and they sort of fell in love with the music. But you were the other way around. You were he- hearing the songs on the radio, or somebody had the record in your house? Or
7: uh, It was a favorite with me and my boyfriend.
0: Uh-huh. Any particular favorite track, one, one song from that record?
7: Die For You. All I went right. to see Prince play. I, I finally got to see him play live. Recently? Yeah, in Paris. I and got to see him on the second night after he played all the hits, so he was just doing covers and jams and jamming, for like yeah. three hours, and then seven encores, and then yeah. then the last song, Purple Rain, sent a 10-minute version, so.
2: Oh, so that was a good night.
7: It was satisfying.
2: Because you never know. I mean, Greg and I have seen some of the most amazing shows we've ever seen have been Prince, and then sometimes, you know, he brings Najee out, and it becomes like light jazz for two hours.
0: Yeah.
7: Ooh. You
2: know. And was he moving around okay?
0: Because people are saying that he had, he's been having some hip problems lately.
7: I seem pretty hip to me, I don't
0: know. (laughs) Here's I Would Die For You from Prince's Purple Rain, a record our guest Peaches added to the Sound Opinions Desert Island Jukebox.
2: with I Would Die For You from Purple Rain, an album we dissected not long ago on Sound Opinions. Peaches is taking it with her now to the desert island. What will the members of Phoenix pick? We had the French band on the show in October and Greg, you could tell that these guys take their pop music, French, American and every other nationality, very seriously. So we were really interested to hear what song or record they couldn't live without. First up is guitarist Laurent Bronkowitz.
8: Melody Nelson by Serge Gainsbourg, maybe. You know this one?
2: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's so I French. I love all Serge so Gainsbourg records. Yeah,
8: they're they really good. He's really, really, really amazing.
0: He's like the patron saint of French pop music,
2: right? I mean, is that He's the only much?
8: one. He's like a monotheist, uh, you know, just the only god, only god. But now, now
2: which which period is that from him? Wh- which one did you say? Uh, Melody Nelson,
8: it's... Okay. it's that's, know, the, yeah. that's
2: the pop record because right? he had the world beat phase he had the pop phase and then he had just I want to get nasty in bed with Jane Birkin <laughs> phase
8: yeah it, it's it's yeah he had a lot of phases even a reggae a reggae one that you might, might not know <laughs> yeah and then uh, he was very ahead of its time but after you know when he was very old he was you know more like a, a character than a real uh, person mm-hmm. that that Became a bit strange, but when, yeah, until maybe the early 80s, only you know, very, very good music with a lot of experimentation and panache. Mm-hmm. We love him, Serge. Mm-hmm.
9: jamais pris dans ses bras ça vous étonne mais c'est comme ça
2: It was Ballad de Melody Nelson by Serge Gainsbourg on Sound Opinions, a song chosen by Phoenix's Laurent Bronkowitz. He said he couldn't live without it. Greg, we couldn't have asked for a better selection from a French musician. You're from France. You love music. you got to love Serge Gainsbourg. We posed the same question, though, to his bandmate, Thomas Mars. Hottest band in the world today, Phoenix, really. And here was an answer that was a little bit more surprising. What about you, Tama? You've got a microphone. Um,
5: (laughs) Which record? Uh, There's so many. There's one which is maybe um, the most foreign. It's the record I would have never bought because of. It's the D'Angelo, the Voodoo record. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's a favorite of ours. Uh, It's a record that came out of nowhere. It was the. It's actually a record that. Changed our way, how we write music. And it, it it was a nightmare for us because for six or eight months we were so into this record that we couldn't write anything. You know, it's a, mm-hmm. it's almost like a Wagnerian. Uh, it, you just... It's too heavy. <laughs> He's
2: created a whole world on that record. Yes. It's not like anything else.
5: And I remember what I loved about this record is that it would divide people. A lot of people that pretended that they were music connoisseur, they would say it's done the wrong way, you know, it's done, he doesn't play, the beats are wrong, so it was a great, it was really a new step, yeah, for music, and uh, it's one of our favorite records, and I wish he would do uh, the next one.
0: Let's take a listen to Playa Playa, the first track from Tomá Mars' DIJ selection, D'Angelo's Voodoo, on Sound Opinions. you're listening to Sound Opinions, I'm Greg Cott here with Jim DeRogatis, and that was "Playa Playa" from D'Angelo's 2000 album, Voodoo. It's a track that Tamar Mars, the lead singer of the band Phoenix, said he'd take with him if he was stranded on a desert island. I uh, can't argue with that selection. Phoenix visited the show earlier this year, and if you'd like to take a listen to their interview or any of the conversations with artists featured today, visit our archive at soundopinions.org. You can also check out their live performances and photos. Coming up next on Sound Opinions from Chicago Public Radio and American Public Media, Jim and I hand out more quarters to our guests to drop into the Desert Island jukebox.
3: (laughs) ¶¶
2: Sound Opinions from Chicago Public Radio and American Public Media. I'm Jim DeRogatis. My partner is Greg Cott, and we've been spending this episode stranded on a desert island. But luckily, we've got lots of great music in the jukebox to keep us company. Over the past couple of years, we've asked some of our favorite guests to tell us what song or record they'd like to add to the Desert Island Jukebox. We just heard the selections by the members of Phoenix, and now we go from a quintessentially French band to a quintessentially American one, The Hold Steady. We spoke with lead singer Craig Finn, guitarist Tad Kubler, and keyboardist and accordion player Franz Nikolai last January. The band is known for its, uh, you know, kind of meat and potatoes, bar band style, beat inspired rock. But like the members of Phoenix, they know their rock history. So it wasn't a surprise that Craig Finn immediately had his answer.
10: I always, I have a default on this. I always say the replacements, let it be. It's my favorite band. It's my favorite record by them. I will dare. The first track is my favorite song ever.
0: I Will Dare by The Replacements, Craig Finn's favorite song ever, and one he'd like to add to the Desert Island Jukebox. Moving on to his Hold Steady bandmate now, Tad Kubler. Ooh,
2: this is a rough one for me. I, I pro- it's pro- I'm going to have to default and go with um, probably Physical Graffiti, mm. Zeppelin. Because it's, it's so big. Well, it's a double album. It would you very busy <laughs> on the Desert Island. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
10: yeah.
0: And you'd have to The vinyl So you could flip it over That would take even more time so Yeah could yeah So you more exactly. time That way That's cool As I'm yeah. starving And withering away <laughs> Yeah yeah Absolutely
2: That was Led Zeppelin's classic cashmere from the 1975 album Physical Graffiti on sound opinions. The Hold Steady's Tad Kublin wants to add it to the Desert Island jukebox and who are we to argue with him? The next pick is from the band's keyboardist, Franz Nikolai. That may be another story. The
5: record that had the biggest influence on me was Mercury by American Music Club, but I don't know if I'd want to have to live with that on a desert island. It's a little yeah, heavy. kind of heavy.
0: Yeah. So Mark Eitzel over an extended period of time might be a little too much. But, it it uh, could, be. It in could de- be. in a tropical setting, and this is probably a tropical island. Yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
6: yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to get back into the accordions and so.
0: Mark Eitzel. Uh, my 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 great Mark Eitzel story is uh, I'd, I'd seen him play a show and I, I saw him afterward at you know we were the only two people in this like late night pizza place going for the slice you know yeah. on the way home. And I go, that was a great show, man. How'd you feel coming off? You must have felt great. He goes, I felt like machine gunning the entire audience. <laughs> and he was absolutely serious. It was not like I was waiting for the punchline to drop. It was no. He was, wow. he was not joking. So okay. how, was the, how was the
2: pizza? <laughs> I forgot. I said, I'll, I'll see you, man. I, I got to get out of here.
6: <laughs> Cap Street is an underwater cave. That's filled with crutches and that were washed away, away from innocence and pain.
3: They don't care who lost the one, they just want to get the whole thing. Yeah, the girls outside
0: That was a Desert Island jukebox selection from the Hold Steady's Franz Nikolai, the American music club with Over and Done from their 1993 album Mercury. We turn now to brothers Scott and Grant Hutchinson from the Scottish group Frightened Rabbit. When they dropped by our studio in February of this year, we posted them the same Desert Island jukebox challenge, and Scott, the band's chief songwriter, dove in first. Given what we just played, his choice
2: should ring familiar. Well, given all we've been talking about is my heartache, I'm going to say stay positive by The Hold Steady. Wow, it's a good choice. Yeah. We just had them in here on the show just recently. Oh, Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Sitting in that same chair where you were. There you go. Oh, (laughs) huge.
4: I'm I'm honored and blessed. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) I feel it.
2: You know, The Hold Steady is such an American band. Yeah. But but something about what Craig Finn is doing translates for you? Absolutely. I mean... uh, it's the drinking and the, you know, <laughs> I, seriously, it's which it is is, universal. Yeah, it's
4: soaked in uh, in alcohol, which I love, and it really, it definitely speaks to the part of me that likes going downstairs into dive bars in the daytime mm-hmm. and forgetting that it's daytime, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, yeah, his uh, lyrics are entirely universal and it definitely applied to scottish life also
0: yeah well soaked in alcohol and, and and the thoughts that go through your head when you're in that state and the conversations you may have when yeah you're, when you're on your third or fourth uh, one in an hour or I, I, yeah <laughs> i
4: just love that he sings like he's drunk as well <laughs> <laughs> like yeah like he's making some big point in a bar that's yeah, exactly how it would be shouting, you know, at shouting at you telling you exactly how it is <laughs>
2: It's a pretty good description. That no, it is right, You guys <laughs> have a steady. career as rock <laughs> critics if this other thing <laughs> falls apart.
10: When there weren't any parties, she'd park by the quarry. Walk into the woods until she came to a clearing. Where townies would gather and drink until blackout. Smoke sticks till they're sick. Pack bowls and then pass out Windows wide open To let the hard rock in There was a rage That didn't need much convincing The girls gave her glares But the boys were quite pleasant To be totally honest They didn't seem much different When there weren't any parties Sometimes she'd party with townies After the parties, it was always arousing when they'd rev up their engines. It's hard to describe, so she kept it a secret. The girls that she lived with, they knew nothing about it. The night with the fight and the butterfly night was the first night she spent with that one guy she liked. She gave him a ride. Some kid's house in Cleveland He stayed there for two weeks The cops finally found him He didn't see that till run Except for the blood on his jacket
0: One for the Cutters by The Hold Steady Scott Hutchinson of uh, Frightened Rabbit honored the former Sound Opinions guest by choosing their 2008 album Stay Positive to take with him if stranded on a desert island. Scott and his brother Grant also visited the show this year, and Grant was next to pop a quarter into the Desert Island jukebox. I'll uh,
4: go with uh, Planet Waves by Bob Dylan.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. Not not exactly the first choice for uh, a lot of Dylan.
4: No, I'm, I'm actually reading, reading the um, Across the Great Divide
2: at the moment, the yeah, that's history like of the band. Yeah, that's like 20 or 30 probably down the list. Yeah, no. I, <laughs> what is it about that favorite? record? It's the band. You yeah, know, yeah. I, I, I love it,
4: and... Uh, I recently found it on vinyl and uh, read on the back the recording dates, and it was done in like over two days, mm-hmm. which just you makes can it even radical. more impressive. Yeah, yeah, you can. it's just like this kind of bounds along in this uh, really sort of ramshackle way, um, and I, I, I really like
2: it.
9: On a night like this
2: Here it is, On a Night Like so This from Planet Waves, Bob Dylan's 1974 record on Sound Opinions.
9: Hold on to me so tight And heat up some coffee ground We got much to talk about And much to reminisce It sure is right On a night like this On a night like this I'm so glad you're here to stay Hold on to me pretty miss And say you'll never Run your fingers down my spine and bring me a touch of bliss It sure feels right On a night like this On a night like this Throw on logs and listen to it hiss and let it burn, 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 burn on a night like this. with each new kiss it sure feels right on a night like this
0: on a night like this from Bob Dylan's 1974 album Planet waves on sound opinions that's the record grant
2: Hutchinson of Frightened rabbit would take with him to the desert island Greg we're gonna wrap up this sound opinions desert island jukebox special with a performance from two of our guests Wayne Coyne and Stephen Drozd of The Flaming Lips. The duo were in here in our studio in 2006 for something of a career retrospective. With Wayne at the mic and Stephen on piano, we couldn't resist ending the interview by asking them to actually play their Desert Island jukebox selections. Of course, with Wayne Coyne, the challenge is to actually get him to pin down one favorite, even just for that particular moment on that particular day. But we certainly tried.
0: What is the most interesting you know, thing to you right now? What, what is exciting you about playing music right now? We are, are you playing with a something? band
11: called Black Moth Super Rainbow. Oh, they're great. And I, I love them. And I have to say that I did not know that this I would like this record as much as I, as I do. Yeah. And, um, I didn't even acknowledge that I liked it until I just kept playing it over and over. And at about two weeks later, I was like, oh, I guess this, this is a cool record. I, don't know, I have no reason. I don't know why so they're, they're playing the shows with us. So... It hasn't even been our own music that I've been um, obsessing about lately. But if we were to think, what what is is what what is a, a, a trip that you've been on lately?
0: Honestly, I've been listening to I hate a lot of Bob Dylan. It's very weird. I'm that really, is weird for you. I know. know. I know. When I, you, when you I went, went through a little that. phase in the early 90s, and I sort of, but now, like the first five records, I'm listening to those over and over again. Yeah. 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 Great stuff. I don't, know, I don't know why now. I'm 38. I'm just now getting around to it. Do you so, know any but, Bob Dylan songs? I I know a few. Yeah. Do you know any? Play one. I'll see if I know it. Uh, Let's see. uh, Do you know Hard Rain's gonna fall? Zou, my blue-eyed son. You know that one?
9: And where did you go, my darling young one?
11: That's where he walks through the graveyard with. Well, you know my back pages, don't you? 20 dr—twenty bleeding hammers.
0: we are going to figure out something here. <laughs> yeah. Suddenly became a rock. This is, this
11: song. is where the myth is broken. Everybody thinks that every songwriter in the world would know the Bob Dylan catalog all the way through, you know. And even though i, I love Bob Dylan, I don't—I don't think about him that
4: much. You know my yeah. back pages. That was when you used to. I don't know.
0: Crimson
11: sing it. Just sing uh, it real quick. I, I don't know the lyrics. I don't know the words. I don't know them all that thorough. I'd screw it yeah, up. Yeah, it it's on the radio. I'm, I'm bea- I am I'm can go right with it. But when uh, it's just me, I'm, I'm totally lost. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. uh, we reached an impasse. Um, yeah,
11: well, what, this is what's the same.
2: song you did for the Lennon record? Oh, that, that was we starting didn't do, over. You know, luckily
11: we didn't the, pick a song that we thought was really one of our favorites. You know, I think everybody picks these, these big songs of John Lennon's uh, Imagine and... and uh, uh, um, Number 9 Dream, and all these that we would have picked. Um, but they... I, I know we were the, probably the last people to record for it because they said, do this song. No one's done this song. Yeah. And I know kids from the 80s are going to love this yeah. song, you know. Everybody wants to pick the big, important songs. And we, like a lot of these things that we've talked about, Say, oh, whatever, we don't care. It's John Lennon, whatever. And we we were given the song... Um, starting, starting Over. Starting Over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which was like, ah, oh, just... But Stephen, because... He has imagination and he's creative. The thing that we would we didn't like about the song was the 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 fifties. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. Elvis, yeah. Yeah. You, know, you know, all those guys 50s, liked Elvis, and we never yeah, dug Elvis that much yeah. or whatever, you know. And so he found a way to oh. get the the fiftiesness out of it, <laughs> and then we felt like oh, I don't know what the song's just about him and Yoko going off on some vacation, I guess. But it, it, it for some reason it it made it again. I know. It's like we want to do How Do You
1: Sleep or one of those heavy songs or something. You know. <laughs> working you Class know. Hero.
11: You remember it. Uh, working uh-huh. Class Hero or, or Starting Over? Starting Over. Sure, I remember a little bit of it, yeah. <laughs> Our life This could apply to me and Jim. Together <laughs> Is so precious Together And it's true. We have grown. Me, probably more than you, but.
9: (laughs) We have grown. And though our love is
11: still special. And this is where it would get weird if it was me and you.
3: Let's take a chance and fly away somewhere. Long
2: <laughs> without Michelle,
11: it's been so long since we took the time. No one's to blame, but no time flies so quickly.
9: But when I see you, darling, it's
11: like starting over starting over we're we doing
12: the
9: whole
11: thing I don't think we should okay we'll just let it go there right
9: yeah
2: our life together just like Starting Over, a Desert Island Jukebox track, as performed by Wayne Coyne and Stephen Droz, of the Flaming Lips on Sound Opinions, that tops off the Desert Island Jukebox editions for this week and this year. We want to thank our guest Jukebox programmers, and a complete list of all of their selections will be in the episode's footnotes at soundopinions.org. Hey, uh, Greg, what do we have on the show next week? Jim, we're going to take 2009 out with a bang. You and I are going to present our mixtapes packed with our favorite songs, not just of the year, but of the decade. We have some thank yous, as always, to say on the way out. Mary Gaffney recorded our band interviews. She does a great job for us all year long. Sound Opinions is produced, as always, by our team of Jason Saldana and Robin Lynn, who would just love to be stranded on a desert island with us. And our fearless leader, our executive producer, is Tori, Southside Malatia. He keeps mumbling something about wanting to take Britney Spears to the Desert Island, but I don't know if he's serious. <laughs>
0: Sound opinions, everyone's a critic. Now it's time to hear what you have to say.
1: Hi, my name is Ruth Gricka, and I'm calling from Chicago, Illinois, and I just want to say that I loved, loved, loved the Christmas special. However, how come he doesn't play any Christmas rap? There's a lot of good Christmas rap out there. I think you uh, should dive into it. Thanks a lot. Love the show. Bye. It was December 24th on Hollis the
3: Dark, when I seen a man chilling with full of fear.
1: Hi, uh, Greg and Jim. Uh, This is Wilbur from East Brunswick. Um, I just listened to your end-of-the-year show, which I thought was great. I always love listening to end-of-the-year summary shows, and I'm pretty happy that neither of you included Grizzly Bear in your top five for a change. But uh, you made a comment that made me think about the previous show, where you did a review of Chris Brown's album, and your comment was about how there seemed to be 100,000 albums coming out. If that's the case, couldn't you have found another album to review Besides Chris Brown's album, you only have so many albums that you can review on your show in a year, and I already have enough reasons not to buy the Chris Brown uh, album, and I find it pretty hard to believe that there wasn't some other album that could have used the discussion on your show instead of Chris Brown's album. Talk to you later. Bye. I will see. My name is Haddon, H-A-D-D-O-N, Pearson, P-E-A-R-S-O-N. My number is 630-430-8150, and I'm calling from Chicago. The question I have that I think you guys need to work on is why does England produce such a disproportionately large quantity of really great bands? I'm just going through the end of your list, and there's more than a couple British bands on here. of the population of the United States, it it seems to have a disproportionately large effect on uh, the music in America. I mean, punk, rock, progressive rock, electronica, over and over. And I wouldn't say that it's straying into a Jimmy the Greek kind of category, but why does this country, this island off the coast of Europe, which has 60 million people in it, so consistently produce so much really great music, not that American cousins, but there's, there's something going on here that, that someone needs to put some thought on. Have a good one, and I appreciate the show. Thanks a lot. Bye.